Licorice Pizza was great. And continuing. And I we are on Licorice Pizza so with Paul I, Thomas Anderson. I thought it was beautiful, beautiful love story. Um, I loved it. I, I thought it was great. Uh, it, you know, I, I moved to LA in the 80, early 80s. And even from my perspective of not being, you know, like an OG, someone here during the 70s, because I'm in my 50s now, but I still felt the nostalgia that that uh, Paul Thomas Anderson was able to create of the Valley. It has a special quietness and, and sincere, like a uh, humbleness that, that, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, he had more of it. And uh, he was able to capture, you know, before cell phones, before TikTok, before really it was video games, but it was, it was uh, arcade. And it was this innocence that we'll never have again. And this movie captured it so magically. I loved it. I thought it was incredible. I I I I'm gonna. This is gonna probably be my new favorite movie, Licorice Pizza. And like the name is so cool. I love it. I love it. And um, you know, I think everyone used to say you're a Valley Girl because like <laughs> a, a Valley Girl was a good movie too. Remember? For yeah, sure, for true. sure. And once you start talking Valley Girl talk, then like you can't get it out of your head. And, uh, it's the accent we love love to hate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, totally. Like, oh my god. <laughs> so I love that um, the sound that you had for the dude in this movie is just a relationship about these two people. Where did they were they were they working in a pizza shop? No, so it had nothing to do so with pizza. licorice pizzas. Is cool referred name. to uh, vinyl records, like black record, like it looks like a licorice pizza. Um, there was a store chain called Licorice Pizza too, but it has nothing to do with the movie. Um, I think it's just Paul Thomas Anderson's quirky, witty kind of way of naming. It's like when a good music artist has a title for the record, it has nothing to do with the content. You know, I, I, there's, uh, but, the, but the movie itself is just a wonderful love story um, of a young boy, really. He's uh, coming of age. And it's Philip Seymour Hoffman's son, which I can't call oh. his name, but he was just as stunning of an actor as his father. And he falls in love with the older girl who, uh, Heim, or Heim, 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 or is it Heim? Heim, Heim, I think it is. But it's, it's this fantastic actress who is part of a music act with her sisters called Heim. I believe it's Heim or Heim, but incredible acting. It was a, just a lovely story. I enjoyed every second of that movie. It's just quirky and look, it has Tom Waits in it and <laughs> Sean Penn. And, you know, it just, it's just, it's a really interesting movie. So, and uh, it's nice to have a variety, like with your, your sequels, your action, your dramas, but something just like that's a slice of life that reminds totally. you of like those times that you just were like, just like you said, charming and gems yeah. when and it it's was a like true art house film. I think it's, you know, it's, it's not your big action film and it's not your huge epic this or that. It's just, it hits you on a more, like you're saying, a more personal level, just like Coda. You know, beautiful. Yeah. Great film. I highly recommend it. Some people really reacted strong to it. Like, I hated that yeah, movie. Like, Why? Yeah. What's to hate? Because they, the yeah, they don't have social media. Yeah, it's because it doesn't have media. cell phones in it. Uh, well, Come on. Like, then, then the parents was like, see, if you if you don't do your homework, you're going to go live like licorice pizza. I'm going to take away all your videos. And I think Bradley Cooper does such a great job in, in licorice pizza as as a, oh, just a really wacky character and he it's an actual character in real life uh this gentleman who 
has a notorious uh, reputation, but uh, Bradley Cooper does just an insane, funny, but just excellent job of an egomaniac in this movie. It's really good. I, I highly recommend it. Okay. So shall we move on to Nightmare Alley? Yeah. Any music for that? Do we have any sound Nightmare effects? Nightmare Alley. Or? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, so. And that's my dog giving a sound effect of a jingle bell on her collar. <laughs> This is an 1810 circus pipe organ, circus song. But this is a thing. For Nightmare Alley, we got to dement it a little bit. So okay. Let's try it. Ready? <laughs> I'm not going in there. Do your maniacal laugh, Eric. <laughs> That's Anyways, awesome. Uh, incredible movie. Um it took me a while to get into it, uh, but it's just a really, really, really the the production. What's interesting is I found out this movie was made in Buffalo, New York, near you know, outside of Buffalo, New York, and um, I think it captured some of the stillness that Buffalo has. It's a beauty, but it's a dark beauty in a way. But anyways, uh, Bradley Cooper and uh, who's uh, who else is in that movie? It's oh, amazing actress. I, I, I I'm shaking like, myself has right now, but it's just a fan. Del Toro. I yeah, like oh, uh, Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. He's I, so good. Yeah, I remember him still from that last movie, Badlands. Oh, yes. that haircut. What, how's his hair in this? <laughs> yeah, where I had a pleasure working for him on um, uh, one of his movies, and it was really great because he loves creatures and characters so much he's an amazing actor just so incredible i love watching him so that is i'm assuming it's like horry horror thriller like yeah it's 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 got it's got kind of a um demented like it's not necessarily it's circus but it's 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 how the life of a carney and and the people that you know live that lifestyle it's definitely a bohemian artistic lifestyle and you know it's hard and these people are survivors and a lot of these people are outcasts have found their voice in the extreme and it's it this movie is just shot so beautifully and um the acting is so deep that um it sucks you in it almost has a film noir quality within it so there's a lot there's a lot to say about about it yeah that we can see why it's on the list here because sometimes you're like well how these films get on the list they're like uh we got some dramas we got a sci-fi we got um based on a real story um in the 80s you know going back in time we got um a war movie and uh should we should we move on to the power of the dog yeah it's getting a lot of um I see billboards everywhere. The power of the dog, Kristen Stewart. So no, Chris, Kristen Dirtz, right? Dunst, 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 yeah. Dunst. Kristen Dunst. Like you can't, they're saying like, can't keep your eyes over. I haven't gone through all my screamers or because I'm so busy uh, recording. So some people have gotten to the movies, uh, but, um, but Charlie knows them so well. So the, the power of the dog, that's Jane Kim. That's, she hasn't come out with a film in a while. She usually does the, like the, 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 
the books she does all the jane austen books right oh, usually yes, yeah right. like yeah. those period we, the girls all love it so the power of the dog it's been a while since she had a movie right so yeah i don't know much of her career but you know there's a lot of uh drama going on in in the industry because of first of all what sam uh yeah um the actor um sam <laughs> oh my goodness uh one of the, our Sam, we just Sam I want to say Sam, Sam Neill, Neil, but it's, <laughs> it's not, not Sam Neill. Anyways, a uh, famous actor kind of said the movie was not up to snuff of being a real Western. And I think it kind of, the movie has tones of, of you know, people uh, coming open to being gay and, you know, just uh, it has, it has uh, the topic of queer in it. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. So Samuel Elliott mentioned, you know, this is word for word. I, I'm probably butchering, but he pretty much was really brutal, saying he hated the movie. It was a piece of crap, and and um, you know, it, it, he was making fun of uh, the way uh, Cumberbatch was dressed with these chaps that were coming way out and walking, you know, and. And, you know, uh, Jane was just like, look, this is not, you know, this is my take on it. And she kind of, I think, responded saying this is a woman's take on a Western. And uh, then there's there's some other, you know, uh, bickering going back and forth between uh, a comment that Jane had about um, another movie. But, you know, I I don't like to, to hear that in in our industry because it's it's not good it's not professional um it's not it doesn't show grace and you know i'm sure jane struggled so much in her career to make this movie what it is it's an incredible movie and you know it's too bad that people had a knock on it publicly especially if they're well-known actors and you know to put shade on things and and uh it seems like jane's really trying to defend herself and, uh, you know, there's a lot of drama around it. But as a movie, incredible. Um, I thought it was really good. Moving and touching and yeah. drama and strong. And when you make a movie, like some people, you know, The Power of the Dog, since it's original concept, it's not based on anything. And so, you know, when you're artist, you have that artistic license. So, but if it's not your cup of tea, you know, I mean, there are people that do Westerns and they do them so well. And But this this is a movie that she made the power of the dog to and um and the power of podcasts the power of podcasts like this podcast and you know i think it was mark maron's podcast where where uh the comments first flew out against the movie from uh sam so it's oh, amazing, it's pod amazing. A podcast was responsible for yeah, some like shady what what but anyways no shade know, here all love all love all love, all love. love. we yeah, love we... we're so excited it looks great <laughs> it looks incredible i mean the and posters oh, are we stunning. didn't do a sound for that Let's yeah see. how about this yeah some sound for the power some love sound some some the power of the dog well my dog made a little jingle bell yeah. i have a husky she's very quiet you want to speak uh, yeah. Thursday, you want to speak? Woof, woof. No, she's very quiet. So maybe that's a very quiet, quiet. Well, let's see. We're not finding anything right away, but that's okay. Um, we could move on. A Western? Western yeah, stuff. That's true. It's just uh, for some reason. Like, I'm can we do the stereotype? Like, oh, do we have permission to do the Western of Clint Eastwood? Like, the you, know, Clint Eastwood. That, you know that sound? That like, oh, we're getting the guitar. You're getting me excited. 
getting me excited. Western. Should we do some looping? Um, should we all do some looping while he does it? Like, yeehaw, right? Eric, let's do some looping with it. Yeehaw. Totally <laughs> yeah. So we're rooting for that. And then also, can can we can we move on to yeah. Westside? Oh, do we have any music? What well, we don't have rights. So what can we do? Tapping or dancing? Can or you sing Maria? I, you can. Maria. I don't oh, know. Oh, it's so much better than yeah. us. Come yeah. on. Maria, <laughs> I can't sing you guys. I I can't. And even on my podcast, my kids' podcast, I tell everyone I can't sing, but I encourage people to sing because you got to start by starting. Like it doesn't, you know, you, how are you gonna know unless you start and practice? So some people do their like la 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 la's, right? Yeah. La 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 la's. Like you have to really practice. And I am at la 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 la. la. I'm at the beginning. So, uh, but I do want some kids stories with singing and I just say, Hey, we can't sing either, you know, but I can, I can, I can tell a good story and I can do a good voiceover. So, <laughs> but West Side Story is dancing and fun. It's about the two, the two, the two groups, right. That are yeah. fighting each other. It's like the West Sides and the East Sides, right? I mean, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And the famous other, Broadway gonna... show, right? Here's a cocktail party. So, yeah, pretty close. Close enough to. <laughs> what? They bring a West Side Story. Let's hear it again. And because this is like an Oscar nominee sound. Did you know? Did you hear that? There you go. We got West Side Story in a library. He didn't even know. He didn't even know. Oscar nominated for Sound for Dune just brings in the West Side Story sound because that's how great he is. Charlie Campagna so and this Eric Foster. Yes. The Rat Pack ADR of West Side Story. This is another older, older, like, you know, before we started deleting all of our recordings of ADR. So this has uh, people pretending they're part of the Rat Pack and they're talking about West Side Story because that came out around that time. So it's kind of fun. What about some dancing noise? Do we have any dancing, tap dancing? Like tap dance, right? Or what kind yeah, of like they're dan dancing? Yeah, yeah, some tap. Because like West Side Story is all about dancing, right? And yeah, then the choreography is incredible. Yeah. Or dancing. Did they have knives in the thing, right? Mm -hmm. Do you know I found a knife in the tree at the park today? Ooh. I kid you not. I was trying to feed the squirrel and put it up there. There was a knife in the tree. Squirrels. <laughs> Should we get squirrels? Yeah, squirrels. Sure. That could be a squirrel. West Side Story. So as a musical, do you think it's going to just swipe? Or does um, any of these other films have a chance to swipe a musical? Because didn't wasn't La La Land swiped last year? La La Land did the musical? La La Land just was took over. Ago, took yeah, over. Last year was... Uh, the Sound of Metal, that one best song. The Sound of, uh, sound of but yeah. the picture, like but when yeah. La La Land came out, they were just like La La Land, La La Land, La La Land, La La Land. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of musicals this year and I'm, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of musicals, but um, there were some fantastic musicals and I, you know, I watched as an Academy, Academy member, I watched them so I could vote, but um, they're all, they're all amazing. You know, the, the amount of effort to, just in the music alone is, and is just outstanding so it's a whole nother format that they bring in um i do i am biased to sound effects you know making up a a, a movie's sound yeah. um because if if it's just music then i would say uh the documentary um the soul documentary that uh oh a summer um yeah a summer of soul I think that would be best sounding movie. Or how about the Beatles documentary? Oh yeah, that was phenomenal. That that was like, if we're bringing in music as best sound, to me, Beatles Get Back uh, was just one of the best things I saw this year. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, but 
in in defense, you know, Steven Spielberg making West Side Story, you know, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, there you go. Do we have any any anybody want to like make place a bet or a prediction? Do we have it for Best Picture? Yeah. Does anyone just you know? I'm predicting Coda. I'm hoping Coda. Um, in my heart. I love Drive My Car. I love Dune. They're all Licorice Pizza, incredible movies. Power of the Dog blew people away. But I, my heart, and Belfast as well, but my heart is is really uh, hoping that Coda will 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 touch everybody in that in, in the way it touched me. But, you know, it takes so much to make the best. It's kind of not fair, right? Right. It's like this, these, that's a stiff competition. Like this is like, like the best of the best. Yeah, and some of the best movies aren't even on this list. You know, like there's, it, it's just, it's just, it's hard to really say what is the best of something. You know, I know I'm getting more philosophical about it, but it's kind of true, right? It's an eye of the beholder or the ear of the beholder. And, and, you know, if you're a huge fan of of sci-fi's Dune might be your best film yeah, of the year. Yeah, Dune. There's a, we're, if you're we're a tennis pulling fan, for Dune. <laughs> we're pulling for Dune. Yeah. yeah um, and we it, love Dune. Uh, I love Dune so much and and it was one of those movies um I usually get very humble if I work on a film and don't brag a lot about it, but Dune was one of those movies where you just feel proud about. Yeah, very um, much. Mark and Theo did such a great job at at, you know, um, having such a great sound team. So it was really wonderful to be a part of it. Um, yeah. And, um, so I'm, I, 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 yeah. So Eric, any final thoughts on the best picture? I haven't seen all of them. So I feel that I'd be, um, jumping in <laughs> kind of blind here. Um, I, 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 we have I, so I, much work. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. we're going to go see all these now. Aren't you excited to go see these movies now? I'm so excited to see these movies and, um, I want to see all of them because I love seeing them, but I just, we're all working. So like, um, getting screeners, I watch them at night, one a night before I go to sleep too. And I, I'm watching the ones that haven't got to best picture set yet, like mm -hmm. nominated, like, right. Mm -hmm. The other ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So trying to catch up. So let's go to my favorite category in the whole wide world, best director. <laughs> Cause you know, that's how I started this podcast film addicts because of my love of directing. And I wanted to get directors and producers on the show. And it's a very special episode because sound is so important. And it's a dream come true to be at the Formosa Group today with uh, Charlie and uh, Eddie today. So directing, so we have a short list and we got some repeaters here. So, um, so and the best directing category, Eric, why don't you do them this time? Uh, uh, Belfast with K K Kenneth Branagh, uh, Drive My Car. Um, God, I can't see that far. Ryosuke. Ryosuke. Hamaguchi. Uh, Licorice Pizza, tall, Paul Thomas Anderson, Power of the Dog, uh, Jane Campion, and West Side Story, Steven Spielberg. Now, like, um, we, when when I normally talk, so we're going to, we normally say, who's your favorite director and your favorite film shot. So now we're going to be talking about that because my audience loves when um, everyone's talking about their favorite film shots for movies. So now we have, so we got Belfast with Kenneth Branagh. Drive my car. Uh, forgive us saying this name. Raisuki Hamaguchi. Ryosuki. Ryosuki. Hamaguchi. Hamaguchi. Yeah. Licorice Pizza. Paul Thomas Anderson. The Power of the Dog. Jane Campion. And West Side Story. Steven Spielberg. And you know, everyone that comes to the show is Steven Spielberg and Quentin Tarantino. Steven Spielberg and Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, master filmmakers, you know, who's your favorite? Do you, do you have a favorite director? Do you like any of this Out list? of this group? my favorite 
Oh, oh it's so hard. They're all. They're all <laughs> it's really always hard to pick worthy, the one. <laughs> worthy. I'm, I'm proud of each one of those people. But on a personal note, um, drive my car just blew me away. To take something so subtle and slice of life and to, to have someone stay with you an hour and a half, right? An hour and a half. With uh, it's a three hour movie. Yeah, three hours. That's an That's, that's talent. A lot of like, you know, there, without giving away any of the movie, there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of movies about infidelity. There's a lot of movies about um, death and losing people and, and losing loved ones. But this movie somehow put all of it together in such an artistic way and like I said, just the the craft of Mr. Hamaguchi's uh, direction is so. It just represents the 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 simplicity, um, the wabi sabi of of Japanese uh, of the style of the Japanese. That I I just love it. It's just a great film. So that's my take. Um, <laughs> Great scenes. They all have great scenes. Uh, there's in Drive My Car. There's a wonderful scene where it's taking place of a, a theatrical performance where uh, one of the actresses uh, does sign language. Uh, she's deaf and she's does sign language to act the scene out. So it's done in silence, and it is so riveting, so good. And so that's my favorite portion of the movie personally which which shows how talented um the director is of mm -hmm. that movie like t t can you imagine anyone watching a movie for three hours and you have to be an exceptional filmmaker and director yeah, to a lot pull of it these up. movies are close to Two, three hours yeah a lot of yeah. these these movies I, I don't know the exact timings but they were longer than your normal you know hour and 15 minutes and, so. and the pacing of drama is very slow and very deliberate and um it, it really is part of the movie, you know. Do we have any music for Drive My Car again? Because like, uh, we're gonna we're gonna continue. We're gonna we're gonna continue music, even if we, <laughs> if we make our own music over here to just you know like. And so, uh, Drive My Car, make our version. We'll make our sound for it. We can make okay, our sound so like Drive My Car. Let's make something some this fun. This is a, this is Convict Lake, um, which is just winter presence. There's a scene where they're in the snow, talking about uh, that one of the actresses talking about how she lost her family and this is the sound of winter air so i'm gonna make a movie driving my car and you're gonna do the sound effects <laughs> I mean, me and my dog. Me might, and my dog. That might have been white noise for everybody. And where I pick up people until it gets, because I have no one to go to the beach with. And by the time I get there, I have a whole van load of people. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, you know, West Side Story, that's got to be fun, right? I mean, the cuts for the dancing and. Just everything is top notch. You know, you it's, know it's Steven it's, Spielberg. It's, I mean, oh. And that's the thing. A movie like that, they make it look easy, but it's, it's just from the beginning to the end. It's Some music? Really well Some more music for West Side Story. Um, we're giving that, we're, we're going to give everyone like a little good luck vibe for um, that. Yeah. I don't know if I have, uh, Do you have any favorite um, directing shots in that movie? Would you let any that you want to share? It's hard to pick one, but the opening scene is just beautiful. And, and uh, let's see. Oh, that's 100%. Let me see. More dancing feet. More dancing feet. <laughs> Disco dance foot shuffle. 
There you go. It's kind of disco. It sounds like rain. Sounds like it's our rain. Yeah, it sounds, sounds like, like rain. rain, right? What happened to the disco ball? Use linoleum group shuffles on hard surface. Oh, that's there you go. Hiya! <laughs> I love that it. Or hail at this point. <laughs> we got to work on the dancing. Your disco Thursday dancing. put her ears back, so I turned yeah. it off. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. So, um, and then our women. <laughs> let's give some love to a female on the list. The only female director on the list, Jane Campion. I, I have a good feeling about the power of the dog. Actually, I have a good yeah. feeling. Uh, it's worthy of winning and um any, any more music for the power of the dog power of the dog gosh i don't know but what but else besides what? western we have like you know like um any any how about P uh, banjo band tuning there you go yeah it's the abstract west It's like King Crimson in the West. It very well could be Johnny Greenwood getting his banjo tune. <laughs> we have fun here. We have fun here. <laughs> so that's Power the Dog. Uh, sound in the spirit of Power the Dog. But no, that was a beautiful, like, you know, we talked about it. But, uh, you know, I feel bad that I'm the only one who got the pleasure of seeing it. Uh, but... I wish I could have saw it at a big screen. I saw it as a screener at home on a big TV. But I have a feeling this movie would really be a benefit to see in a large, you know, I saw Dune on a big Dolby screen. It was amazing. But oh, I yeah. didn't get to see Power of the Dog on a big screen. That needs to be seen in the theater for sure. Yeah, yeah. the shots of the vistas just look beautiful. And, you know, I have to say that's one of my favorites. Yeah. My favorite parts of the film is just the stillness of the nature. Anybody else uh, have any any love for these directors? Kenneth Branagh, he's just you know he's he he he's always nominated, right? He's, God, you know he's part of the elite, <laughs> part of the British elite. Yeah. You, know, always, amazing. you know he's always you know he's he's always got a great film. Like I mean, it would be a pleasure to work with him. I mean, my gosh, I'd be so lucky to work with any of these directors. And then PTA, I mean, yeah. my. Quentin, where are you this year? Right? Yeah, Quentin. Where are you, Quentin? He, he did He's really good on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so beautiful. So, but um, it's nice to see this list, and it's nice to see um, Drive My Car up there because you, it's nice to see that a film like that is really getting um, the play that it deserves. I because think more it's than incredible. ever, we need to applaud the craft of other countries, and you know, we always talk about diversity. You know, this is kind of one of those things. I think this movie really stands up to being a best movie of the year. And um, it's different from American movie making. It's so different in certain ways. So yeah, I'm pretty, pretty happy for that film. But yeah, back to Belfast. Um, you, you know, Kenneth Branagh, Judy Dench. I think it's Syrian Hines. I mean, there's great cast. The little boy that's in it that I don't know the name of. <laughs> But um, it's incredible. <laughs> uh, it's a great and we, we're not even bothering to Google. Like we, we could be Googling. No, My phone has got. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. but can... this is like real raw. Everyone knows it's real raw. This was I. I I literally, we did this special edition, like, um, Charlie calls me, yo, Marilyn, bring my friend Eric, and you want to come over? I go, oh my God, I'm in the sound studio, real sound. And then we, this is, and so we're doing an Oscar nominee show because it's coming. I go, well, when is it? He's like, we we just, we just did it full force because we're professionals. <laughs> Hopefully we're entertaining you guys because that's all, that's what we love doing. We must say the young boy is Jude Hill. He's a Northern Irish child actor. 
known for his lead role in Kenneth Branagh's film Belfast 2021, based on Branagh's childhood, for which Hill won the Critics' Choice Award for Best Young Performer. So there you go. Congratulations, Jude Hill. Oh, and the story, you know, because I had another guest on and he came from that kind of background where it was really, um, he was one of my guests on the show and like what Ireland, right? And the people really, they were fighting and everything like that. Yeah. And he said, it's like, he didn't really have a fun childhood. And now no, he's a director, just... producer, that's doing it's quite extraordinary. And one of my favorite people, you have to check out the film. I shows. all of our guests are outstanding. And um, we're even going to be spotlighting rising young stars. Um, that's going to be my new, my new episodes. So you can check out like people that are just working up the ladder that are just about to pop huge. And um, I like to just, uh, you know, talk, love talking to people, but that little kid is so great. So those are our directors. So, so where should we be moving on to? Does anyone have any predictions here? Any predictions? Eric, yeah. Charlie, want to go for a prediction here? I'm thinking maybe Belfast, but it'd be uh, nice to see Belfast. It's hard to know. I mean, Power the Dog and Licorice Pizza. I mean, they're all fantastic. It's, it's like, how do you pick that? You know, I, you know, I think that, you know, remaking West Side Story is a blessing and a curse. I think the blessing is you get amazing people like Steven Spielberg to make West Side Story. But at the same time, it's like a challenge, right? Um, people see it and they can't remove themselves from the original. So it's hard to say if people will vote for, for it is as amazing as it is. But then again, it is amazing. So it very well could, it's worthy of every, every minute of it. Um, but Belfast, you know, it kind of rings true in so many ways that the rest of these movies uh, are more take you in a different place. But Belfast puts you in the moment, in that moment. And uh, it's such a incredible, uh, you know, crazy history. So well, let's move on to something fun. Should we go to producers, best producer or producers. if you want to? Um... Yeah, I've always, I don't know nothing about, I mean, I really, I'm really thankful that you actually, uh, oh, do you know what? I stopped recording. 